Well, as I mentioned, less linear music and spoken word performance will be on stage at David's Folly Farm in Brooksville, 7 p.m., Tuesday, July 30th, and Wednesday, the 31st. We have in the studio Amy Grant and Cora Hutchins, who will bring you that production. One of two of two of many, I suspect. And here is the moment where I am going to give you a voice. That's the plan. Amy, are you there? I'm here. Yeah. What about you, Cora? I am also here. Okay. That's good. Thanks so much for coming to Women's Windows tonight. And we're really uh, excited about hearing about this um, music and spoken word performance. Amy, this is this is not your first ra- uh, rodeo. No. So let's let's get on with what the uh, performance is about, and then we'll have Cora talk about the venue and um, time and all all that, that information. Sure, that sounds great. Um, well, first of all, thank you so much for having us. Uh, this is really exciting to be able to tell you about the performance. So this performance is um, monologue and music-based, and it's an exploration and also a celebration of my life and sort of what I've learned along the way. Um, and of this format is a format I've used in the past. In fact, two years ago, I created a show called Waiting In that a young man, Emmett Scott, and I put together. He uh, played the piano and I did monologue and music work for that. And in that show, all of the music came from other people. It, uh, some of it was current work, some of it was older pieces. This show is different because um, Damien Bebel, who lives in Sedgwick, and I have co-written 11 original songs. So this is um, quite a huge step for me. Not I've been doing performances most of my life, but this is the first time I'll come out as a songwriter and a performer. And again, the show itself is really about my life and and do I have a story to tell? And if I have a story to tell, what is that story? And that's what the show is all about, an exploration and celebration of that. So let me ask, is is this, without uh, giving away all the secrets of this, is your life less linear than you anticipated? <laughs> Everything about me is less linear. <laughs> I think that's a good sign. Uh, yes. I think that's a good sign. Yes. Well, you know, it, the title definitely talks, you know, reflects my life, but it also reflects the music. Uh, when we started putting this together, it was this big joke that I have written these 11 songs with Damien and Every single one of them is a different genre. <laughs> and so I was like, well, I'm not really sure what people are expecting. So we should let them know that this is not going to be linear. Predictable, huh? It's not going to be linear. It's not predictable. You know, it's, it's really kind of all over the place, but in a good way and in a way that tells a story and furthers a story. But definitely it's not cookie cutter and it's not the same thing over and over again. Each step of the way is a little bit different, just like life is. So this uh, uh, collection of songs for the show, are they going to make it to a soundtrack? We're hoping. We're hoping. Uh, we don't believe that we'll be recording during the show, but we're hoping that we'll be able to record afterwards. 
sounds that sounds really good. Cora, let us uh, let's let the listeners know where this performance is going to take place, and maybe some hints as to how to get there. <laughs> okay, so the show is taking place at David's Folly Farm in Brooksville, Maine. Um, the complete address is thirteen ninety Coastal Road, Brooksville, Maine, and it's. Very a very interesting place to get to. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere, but it's a really beautiful barn. And um, I guess like one big landmark is it's right next to um, Tinder Hearth. So that's kind of a plug. If you go to the show, you should get Tinder Hearth pizza beforehand. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, one thing about David's Folly Farm is it is a, a beautiful venue. And people get married there, and they have uh, concerts, and they even host prom. But it is also a working farm, which is great because it brings in a lot of uh, that Maine experience. All the different things you can do in one place in Maine. (laughs) So have you performed here before, or is this a... Now, this is my first time. Normally, I perform at uh, my own space, which is called Peninsula Metamorphic Arts and Learning Center in Blue Hill. But in the summer, my husband uses that space for uh, a separate venture, which is called the Activity Shop. Uh, So there wasn't really room for me to perform and to have bicycles and kayaks in the space. So uh, our wonderful friends at David's Folly said, come and perform here. And that was the best decision. <laughs> um, is this a large venue, or should people um, get their tickets ahead? Or it is a large venue. Uh, we can certainly seat a hundred people or more. But I would recommend going ahead and getting tickets. Uh, you can get tickets at uh, www.pmalcenter.com. And the reason I would suggest it is because. There seems to be quite a bit of interest in the show. I think because of the show I did two years ago, uh, people are talking about it. There seems to be some interest. And so just just to make sure you can get in the door, I would definitely suggest uh, buying ahead of time. However, if you want to risk it and come on the night, please do. I'm and, sure that there will be space. Uh, <clears throat> Cora, remind us of the nights. I, was I correct? Tuesday, July 30th. Yes, um, it will be at 7 o'clock on both the 30th and 31st of this month. It's That lands on a Tuesday and a Wednesday. Okay, very good. So let's go back, uh, Amy, to the, uh, I'm curious about the Peninsula Metamorphic Arts and Learning. Sure. Inc. Yes. So uh, this is a company I started with my husband about, about 13 years ago, and 10 years ago, we built a, a building, a whimsical, beautiful little building in Blue Hill. And the whole idea behind our company was that we would bring together the arts and learning and those experiences because what I found through the years as both an educator and as an artist is that art and an emotional experience make learning more palpable and we just we get it and we hold it longer with those experiences and so I originally had designed this company to give both experiences so we had camps and after school programs as well as private tutoring and workshops 
Unfortunately for me, I wound up getting sick um, and with Lyme disease and I really had to focus my energy a little bit more. And so at this point, uh, I'm doing a lot of private tutoring and using all of the things that I've learned through owning this company to help more on a one-on-one basis. Uh, I work with a lot of dyslexic students and attention deficit students, as well as students who just want more from education. And Then on the side of that, I still manage to put together some workshops when, uh, when my health is good. And then I also put together performances and those kinds of experiences so that we keep the art part there and we keep it alive, but it doesn't take, um, a day to day, uh, piece of my life anymore. Uh, do you have a, um, a website or contact information for this? for your um, adventure here? Absolutely. It's the www.pmalcenter.com. Okay. And are students from just this area or are they... um, That's such a great question. Yeah, this is is a great space. Uh, I... Definitely service a lot of student, local students, but I have service students as far as, as far away as, um, Canada, uh, specifically in Ontario and also California. Um, I work with students who live in Great Britain. So, I, I mean, it's a wide, I think people, once they come and meet me, they, they, they see what I'm talking about that this, the influence of art, metaphor, uh, the the way in which I teach, it, it it's helpful. People uh, make great strides in their um, in their goals, and students who struggle have found that the way in which I teach helps them get more traction. Cora, are you what might be called an intern? Have you got uh, designs on the future that are on stage or <laughs> and you're sort of in training but you haven't told anybody? <laughs> um, I guess you could say that. I've always like enjoyed like shows like managing productions and things like that. I have worked a lot with New Surrey Theatre and I've done a lot of stage managing with them as well as acting and singing. And this is just another thing I'm doing, and I'm, I've really enjoyed working with Amy, and I think I've grown as, a, like, a production manager and assistant slash intern uh, while working with her. It's been a lot of fun. Do you have any performances of your own that's uh, coming up in the future, or, or are you still in training? <laughs> well... I actually just finished a show with New Surrey Theatre. I was in Anne Frank, and oh. I played Anne Frank. And that just closed last night, actually. So, Oh, we're better late than never here. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's great. Um, was this a more or less, I mean, Anne Frank was sort of a solo personality. Uh, were you a, also a, a, a one-act, one-woman show? Um, I would say Anne Frank was more like an ensemble play where it it's mostly about her. It also deals with her whole family and the whole environment of the hiding place 
her family and the people she was with were in. So it's not it's less of a one woman show. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, Amy, being a one woman show means there's one person out there on the stage. What is well, the process of this? Sure, sure. Well, I'm not the, I'm not alone on stage. There is a band, mm-hmm. um, so I'm uh, surrounded with some musicians, but. I am the only one who speaks, so, <laughs> and the process, you know, it's really interesting, the, uh, this, the process for this show has been different from the process of the other shows I've done in the past. Um, I have been working on this show for two years. I started writing the music for the show as soon as the um, last show, Waiting In, wrapped up two years ago in August. And I had thought that this was actually going to be an ensemble piece. I had uh, it, I had visions of what this was going to be, and it, was, it really felt like it needed to be a much larger production. And then again, um, I... I did get sick again, unfortunately, and so I had to, uh, again, kind of make that my world contract a little bit. And so I said, okay, Amy Grant, if you are going to do this, then you're going to have to figure out a way to make it manageable. And my friend Damien said, you know, I will help you with the music. We can, we can get this music going because I had, uh, melodies and lyrics for all 11 songs. But I didn't have the structural piece uh, and the instrumentation, and so when as soon as Damien said, "Yes, we can do this together. We can make this happen," I was like, "Oh, oh, this this could really happen, and I can make it much smaller than I had envisioned in order to make it have a life and get it out there. And then as I go, I can figure out, you know, as my strength comes back, as my health gets better, will I be able to do more later?" Maybe using these songs in an ensemble or maybe writing new songs um, and just allowing it to unfold. And, you know, what's so interesting is the process for this has really been quite healing because a year ago, I really didn't know if I would be able to perform again. I was, you know, I had a, a conversation with another friend of mine who is a performer and I said, what if it never happens again? What if I just don't have the energy? And she said, you will. You may not have the energy to do it the way you've always done it, but you will find a way to make your art again. And learning to contract, it's a little bit the same with my business. Learning that it's okay to make something smaller until you have gained back your energy, until you found the next step, it's it's okay to do that. And I think as women sometimes... And maybe just as people, maybe it's not just women that we think we have to keep it at a certain level, at a certain production level or a certain, uh, you know, how much we're putting out there into the world. And we don't give ourselves that chance to say, I, I got to make this smaller. Yeah, more isn't always better. Right, right. Even, even under normal circumstances, I would think. I think you're right. And so this has really given me that chance to make the process smaller, make the production smaller, and still get uh, the art out of it that I wanted. So the performances, the first performance, uh, did this come parallel with your um, with your business, your metamorphic arts and learning, or or is this was it stage first and business, you know, learning and teaching later? 
um, <laughs> or all at one time. All at one more, time. More is more. <laughs> yes. So remember the title of that show is less linear. <laughs> so uh, Peninsula Metamorphic was actually born as a company because I couldn't leave alone my two passions. I couldn't leave the theater alone and I couldn't leave the teaching alone. And so my husband and I decided, well, I guess then you have to you have to put them together. <laughs> and it doesn't really make sense sometimes to people who haven't been in the space or haven't seen me work. But uh, I think once you see me work, you you get it. It's like, oh, right. For some people, these two things just exist in one space at one time, and it works. Um, Cora, do you think that that's true? Because I have to say, um, is it okay for me to say you were my student? Because I just said that on the you air. You said that on I air. said that on air. <laughs> So Cora was actually my student once yes. upon a time. So what do you think? Do you do you see that in the space itself? Oh, definitely. Yeah. No. 100%. And absolutely. And the metaphorical work, mm-hmm. does that... Do- it really helped me a lot to not see... Um, Amy tutored me for um, Algebra. Algebra 2. Yeah. And the way she explained it, it wasn't like by the textbook necessarily and it 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 really helped me just to hear her explain it in a different way than I had always learned it and I would say that it really helped me so good all the way around right (laughs) well we're talking with Cora Hutchins and Amy Grant here on women's windows tonight and they and others are going to put on the performance Less Linear, a music and spoken word performance on stage at David's Folly Farm in Brooksville, 7 p.m. on Tuesday, July 30th, same time on Wednesday, July 31st. So at this point, I'll uh, let you both, or one or the other, kind of do a rerun of the websites and material that you think that uh, listeners might be interested in, and that goes for your um, arts and learning also, Amy. Sure, thank you. So um, the website for the company and also the website where you can get tickets for the show, www.pmalcenter.com. If you would rather call for your tickets, the number is 374-5255. Would you like to add anything, Cora? Um, you can always buy the tickets at the door. <laughs> if, if you're lucky enough, right? That's right. That's right. I would advise definitely buying them ahead of time. <laughs> to be sure. Huh? Just to be sure. Okay. Well, thanks so much for coming into WERU Community Radio. And I always love to have um, women's voices and projects and bringing dreams to women's windows. I think that's what I would summarize this at because uh, this has got to be an ongoing project for both of you. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thank you.